I put that one on and I mowed last time, last week, and it mowed the front and the backyard, but it shredded the belt. Like it, 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 for at some point it flipped the belt over. Yeah. Okay. And twisted it, or it was twisted when I uh, put it on there. I, something happened. Something didn't, right. didn't go right. Hi, Lawnmower Talk here on the Media Virus Podcast. If you got a lawnmower question, give us a call here at 646 Virus 01. I'll talk your ears off about lawnmowers. Zero one. If you have a question about your lawnmower, uh, if you're having a hard time starting it, is it you know you are uh, not cutting so good? Pete, Pete, Pete can answer your questions. Phone I'm lines a, I'm are a open. Lawnmower people. repairman. <laughs> I yes. can't wait till this so, phone rings. <laughs> somebody has a question about their lawnmower. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be like that's that's really gonna be pretty sad but telling you know like that won't call other ones but they'll call to ask about long that would be that would be hilarious if we got if we get one phone call pete about lawnmowers then we're doing a whole podcast about you're going to start your own podcast on fixing lawnmowers i've watched a lot of those now we just have to make them better and i feel like yeah i could like i could do like one or two you're not gonna you're not gonna show anybody how to fix it you're just gonna talk about fixing it right exactly just just talk about fixing you can you can be near lawn well no i think it's better if you're not actually near lawnmowers but we give him a background that looks like he's near lawnmowers i want to give him a background where it looks like a bunch of mexicans mowing the lawn All different kinds hey. of mowers, though. A, hey, you know, hey. a real mower and a, you know, big pull-behind tractor stuff. So if, you heard, if you're hearing the tail end of Mower Talk, folks, you're here at the Media Virus Podcast in our B Block. And uh, now that we're done with the big manly uh, lawnmower talk, we can get into some other manly stuff like sports. Go sports. Sports, sports games. Sports ball. Yay. No. I'm so tired of hearing that. It's both Becky and Erica. Yay, sports. <laughs> sports ball. Sports games. I'm like, come on. You know. You know what football is. Nice. You know the difference between football and baseball. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. And then they get pissed when you try to explain shit to them. You're mansplaining. I'm like, I'm not just telling you how the fucking game goes. Because you couldn't possibly know already. <laughs> if you want some, if you want some good mansplaining, uh, have you ever heard of the site on Facebook or the page on Facebook? It's called Mansplain Me Harder, Daddy. <laughs> it's yeah, that's fantastic. It's it, it, well, some of it is is good. Some of it is. It seems like just. Everybody thinks that explaining how something works is mansplaining. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> let me explain this to you, Pete, real quick. We're going to run uh, that. Let me, let me, you want to, you want to explain it to me? What we're going to do is right now, Mike's going to share his screen. Okay. Ah. When Mike shares his screen, then the, he'll load up the video or he'll load up the video first and then share his screen. Oh, there he goes. Now, Mike is sharing his screen. And, uh, well, this is. Of the event, the Battle of St. Andrews. Becky, uh, what gave you the inspiration to uh, come up with the, the Battle of St. Andrews? 
You know, Matt, thank you so much for asking and thank you also for being here. But honestly, my inspiration was how much everything sucks. Okay. And I just wanted to create a day that didn't suck. Nina, a lot of people are saying you're the underdog in this event because of the fact that you're pregnant. How do you respond? That's crazy because I'll take all of you out, every single one. We're here with the uh, host of the event, Vince. And uh, Vince, uh, what the hell would make you go along with this shit? Uh, that's really hard to say. I obviously wasn't in my right mind when I agreed to it. Ryan, yeah. you played one of the best games oh of God, red Ryan, light, green light I have ever seen in my life. What was your strategy going in, and uh, yeah. what was your plan of attack? Um, what do I do, like one point back? It was just, just keep standing there and all that. That was a good job. Yeah. And then move when they told you. Yes. You did a great fucking job, dude. Great job. Good effort. Now, we thought we had that. <laughs> we thought we thought we had it. We thought we had it in the in the, you know, in the in the red light, green light, but it came down to a tie. Yeah. And uh, we had we had to go in. We had to go in and uh, play rock paper scissors. Yeah. For the tiebreaker, what was your strategy going into rock paper scissors? You, you know, the, the only thing I don't understand, right? It's uh, uh, it's a mind game, right? When you play rock paper, it's, it's all a mind game. I had him in the, I had him in the first, in the second. He he had me nervous, a little nervous. Third, he came back. I don't know, but you're going down, man. You're going down. Tough words. Tough words here at the Battle of St. Andrews. How do you feel about you just lost it for your team? What What's going on in your head right now? I mean, it was a disappointing loss. Uh, I mean, all I could do is learn from my mistakes. Was it expected? Uh, it actually was quite expected. Um, player, my, uh, player before me made that really risky move, knocking it down to one block, everything teetering. Open your eyes. I had to, re I had to, uh, had to reevaluate my strategy, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, that, was, that was the problem, is that there wasn't, there wasn't a viable option, oh, okay. uh, you know, at that time. But we can learn from those mistakes. All right, that's enough. Chief, from Team Orange, what are your feelings? Uh, I Happy feel like about the, the win? Team, especially mad. Uh -huh. <laughs> Going. Nervous but excited. <laughs> I did just chug a beer in practice. Belly's a little full. Kind of out back. Kind of out of breath over the beer I just drank to prepare me for this one. Was not a good strategy, but here we go. A triumphant victory for you today, sir. We've uh, dominated the flip. It was your flip cup. I mean, honestly. What do you have to say about your performance today? So the fucking election was stolen, first and foremost, all right? Let's get that out the way. <laughs> Second of all, three years, Flip Cup champ, stop playing with my name. Third of all, That's it. <laughs> so that was a, uh, a relay. They had to three-legged walk to one, then... Spoon on the egg, yeah, egg on the spoon. Right. Back. Then the teams had a they had to pick a flip cup champion. He, in fact, was the flip cup champion. And then Vince was our chugger. Okay. A chug of beer. The first one to finish the beer won. They nominated Erica to be the chugger. <laughs> and Erica's not a big drinker. I was going to say, I, I, it's, it's an interesting beer choice. Is not her, beer is not her forte. No, it, it sounds like maybe... Uh... And she, she chugged a beer to practice chugging a beer. <laughs> so, brilliant, brilliant I don't know strategy. if you heard me, I was like, rookie Brilliant strategy. Now, Vince had been chugging beer all fucking day, but he's used to it. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not, it's nothing to him. Yeah, it, your and body you has to know what's open. coming. 
you had to crack the beer open. It wasn't like the thing was sitting there open. You had to crack it open and, and down it. We right. were, but I don't even think, I don't even really think she had to chug the beer because we beat them. We, we had our <laughs> beer down. We had our beer down before the, before the flip cup, before the cup landed. Right. You know what I mean? So it was, it was no contest, really. And then, in a, and then the game of dodgeball was really, really unique. <laughs> First of all, they weren't dodgeballs. They were those supermarket, uh, you know, just yeah, they weren't They weren't official dodgeballs. Okay. They were a bunch of different sizes. The kind of fucking balls you buy for little kids for three bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Not a whole lot of weight to them. They weren't uh-huh. regulation. Yeah, they, they, and, they don't fly so well all the time. It, no, they don't. Some of them the, do, but not all of them. Right. You don't know which one you got. So they tallied up the points of all the different games that we played. And then that's how many balls your team got. <laughs> okay. Right. So, but, and then it was a tag the king. So you had to have like somebody wearing a crown, either a king or a queen. Right. And once they got tagged, that was the end of the game. Okay. Right. And uh, I, with my shit shoulders, started just to kind of warm up and I threw one of the balls and realized that these don't, these don't fly right. Uh huh. Okay. And so I knew that I, my plan of attack. I learned that that, a little too late. It was one of those things where I was, I had never intended on ever letting go of that ball. (laughs) It was all going to be, it was going to be defense and tag, right? Defense and tag. And it was freeze. When you got hit with the with the with the ball, you got hit. You had a freeze. Okay. But then any player could come on any of your on your team could come on freeze you. Okay. Okay. And these were the two these were the two flaws in their game because they had like I said they had a bunch of champions, but they had no team. We had a team. You understand? Maybe because we were the underdogs. Right. You no, know, maybe because we didn't have, you know, three of the four Puerto Rican dudes. You know what I mean? That were in really great shape. And although this, me and Pete were on opposite teams, which was a good call for everybody, because you know it was kind of like match players. Right. Although Pete's, I think, a little bit more athletic than I am. Um, and you know, you. I, I, I mean, that seems a lot to be mad. You also had the you had one huge <laughs> thing on your side. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball now. So and luckily. Okay. Their team not only failed at the teamwork aspect of it, they severely misun- they, they they misjudged the aerodynamics of these balls. I got tossed at many times. Right. But it just you know, it just didn't hit or it would they would float this way, you know. Yeah, sometimes you get them that, that they'll actually perform maneuvers. Like the wind catches them and just yep. you know what I mean? So um and I was so I, I was up I was supposed to play defense, right? But I saw the fact that nobody was unfreezing the team members <laughs> on, on their team. I literally, our, I literally got hit. Like our team, our team would you, you would be frozen maybe three, four, five seconds. Right. And then somebody would come up and tag you, and you'd be back in the game. I saw the whole orange team just like frozen. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't not, the whole team, but it was. You know, but it was, you know. Uh, it was a significant amount. And then I just went my way in, came and came. I had to run around a bunch of frozen people. And then I decided to throw it, but I was close enough to throw it with my fingertips. Right. 
I just got a little bit enough and I hit her in the elbow. She was honest enough because if she'd have played it off like that didn't hit me, I, I would have had no argument. Right. Because they don't bounce hard. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, but she's admitted to getting hit and, we, and, the, and it was my heroics. I mean, mind you, I left my post, but my heroics. That's right. Because we made Ryan the king and the plan was to stick him in the corner and have, and have two people guarding him. Right. Right, which could have really been a flawed plan. Could have, but we had enough athleticism out on the field to where and working as a you know because we worked as a unit. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I, I like done. I like his red light green light strategy. Yeah, just I'm stand there. And, I'm just trying to stand still. Because <laughs> that's the thing you see a lot of you know because it was a, and it was a team red light green light. So whomever's whom's ever team got the most people across the line, right? One. We wound up being a tie, thinking we won. Uh, but uh, that's why I told him, I said, "You don't have to run. You see, you're gonna see a bunch of people running. Don't run. Just walk and listen." And she tells you to stop. Just stop the freeze. She tells you sometimes I had a nudge. Go ahead, stop. You know, uh-huh. I got eliminated just because I had a stop on an odd angle, and I. Stepped in a gopher hole, did you? <laughs> no, but not for nothing. Did I? I wobble anyway. Yeah, you, like I knew I was getting eliminated. Yeah, at some point you game. you have to choose being able to walk tomorrow. That's true too, absolutely. But uh, that's enough about the Battle of St. Andrews. Hopefully next year we will have the second annual Battle of of St. Andrews, and uh, you know we can get together a, a media virus event. Maybe, yeah. I'm for it. We have a whole press tent out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe some of the legitimate press will come and cover it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Make a big, big enough deal about it. But uh, so you got other stories you want to talk about, man? I got there's there's a couple more that I put uh, in the copy. No. Shut down. Uh, let's see. I'm seeing uh, Fauci fuckface. In a Saturday interview, former what? Former, former White House chief medical advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci emphasized the importance of wearing masks as COVID cases rise, expressing concern that people might not follow recommendations if masks are again advised. People usually learn the fucking first time and won't fucking listen again when you've been proven full of shit. Oh wait, no, that's my. That's my. That's my. He stated, I would hope that the CDC recommend, recommends mask wearing due to a surge in cases. Why would they do that? People consider the risk to themselves and their families. We're going to start this shit all over again. Yep. You know why? Got an election coming up. Yep. That's why. That's why. You want to know why COVID cases are on the rise? Because there's an election coming up. Yep. All right. You got to pick the right That's team. The right, the right COVID team. Right. You got to. Now anybody not wearing a fucking mask is going to, you know, or, or, or whatever. Or maybe the other way. Maybe there are so many people out there that are anti-mask that the people who are wearing masks are going to get fucking harassed. Uh, I, I'm, I'm out and about with the public a lot when I drive, so I, I see a lot of people getting in that are still masking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fauci, who previously directed the National Institute of Allergy and Infections, Infectious Diseases, also questioned the effectiveness of masks on a pandemic scale. Huh. Citing January 2023, the Cochrane study. 
However, he noted that on individual basis, many studies support the advantages of mask wearing in self-protection. Do they? Well, there's a, there's a there, in the TikTok nonsense corner. There's something about why they're not recommending masks. Okay. For the Maui fires. And it, we don't do nothing. Right. Partic- you know, protect your from the particulate. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking doing it. Um. But I just it. it Fauci fucking irritates me. And there's, I think there's some I, Fauci shit I mean, in the TikTok I, I nonsense really, corner. I really couldn't tell the way you read the story. <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, you know, stay, stay tuned for, uh, for more uh, shitting on Fauci. DMVP, uh, your impartial news source? <laughs> I never once claimed there's topics I'll stay, I'll be happy to stay away from. Or there's conversations I'll back down on because I don't fucking feel like having that argument on my show. But, when, you know, in my, I've never once, I've never once claimed to be impartial. And I'm not, you, the guy's a fraud. The guy's a fucking fraud. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know there was a couple, I know there were Republicans, everybody hates fucking Republicans. I wanted to bring him up on charges. He made piles so, of money, man. A ridiculous amount of money. He's a fucking, he's basically a fucking criminal. Um, but not as much of a criminal as, uh, as the, the people, dude, all these people wanted was a quicker route to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. As it turns out, um, for some reason, AI is telling me that this is Melissa Koenig with breaking news update in a shocking incident. Two individuals have been apprehended for allegedly using an excavator to tear a massive hole in the great wall of China. Their actions believed to have caused irreversible... This fucking wall ain't so great. It's in my <laughs> fucking way. I want to go to work. You know what we should do? What? Fucking dig a hole. Nobody will notice. Nobody will know it's us. Who else has... Come on, there's millions of fucking excavators around here. Anybody can dig a hole in this fucking wall. Why aren't you doing the, the, the really, really offensive Chinese accent? I, you know, I decided against it last minute. Okay. Because I was going, oh, fuck this wall. Yeah, fuck a wall. Fuck the wall. Fuck a wall in my way. I won't go work. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to applaud their... I mean, Chinese are about efficiency, right? They, fuck this wall. But this they, wall was in the they, fucking way. They figured out that they were a stone's throw away yeah. from work, except their, for this fucking wall. Their actions are believed to have caused irreversible damage. Uh, and it was only so that they could create a shortcut to go to work. Uh, the damage was discovered in the 32nd Great Wall section, a historic relic from the Ming Dynasty. Authorities suspect that the heavy machinery was employed to breach the UNESCO World Heritage Site, inflicting severe harm. Suspects, identified as 38-year-old man named Zhang and a 55-year-old woman named Wang, were uh, construction workers seeking a convenient route through the wall. This incident has raised concerns about the preservation of this iconic monument. Stay tuned for further developments in this alarming story. This incident has raised concerns about the preservation. There's always a lesson. But here's the thing. Not for nothing, here's my take on it. The people in his village 
are going to hail them as people in their village are going to hail them as heroes. Maybe heroes, because now they have a quick way to work. They are going <laughs> to they're going to write songs about them. They're going to tell story. Grandpa's going to sit sit little little ones on their knee. And go, let me tell you about how we got that road to town. It was, two brave men. No, brave man and brave woman. Oh, two brave people. Zhang and Wang. Is your air on? Yeah. I... I'm just getting. Sorry. Sorry. I was just, it's like. No, it, it's going to. I just pulsated at me. Screwed half of a audio presentation. Ah, it's not that but bad. But I'm not sweating that bad. <laughs> it's, nice to, it's nice to have air in the room. Yeah. It's uh, almost as nice as a quicker way to work. Almost. Yeah, speaking of a quick way to work, these poor Cubans have to go to fucking be <laughs> taken all the way to Russia. That's a long that's that's a bitch of a commute, right? Um it kind of is, man. Cuba has uncovered a human trafficking network that focused <laughs> that that forced its citizens to join Russia in the conflict in Ukraine. Cuba's foreign ministry revealed that authorities were actively working to neutralize and dismantle this network. Details about the operation remain limited, but it's alarming that this trafficking ring operated within Cuba and Russia, recruiting Cuban citizens for military involvement in Ukraine. The Cuban government is taking immediate action to combat this illegal activity. Russia's defense ministry has yet to respond to these revelations. This development comes at a time when Russia seeks to expand its armed forces by over 30 percent, facing challenges due to undisclosed casualties in the Ukraine war. Do you think they're getting trafficked? Do you think they're getting like promised a bunch of shit? Because if you think about it, the force it takes to overtake men, the dudes that you're sending to collect the dudes, I think would be better served fighting in Russia. You know, if you got and... dudes that can kidnap full-grown dudes. Right. I think they could fight their own war. Right. Right. So they're probably being promised a bunch of shit. Probably. Yeah. Probably being promised like Russian citizenship and, you know, a life of, because they don't know what Russia's like. They don't know Russia's worst. At least Cuba, right? It never fucking gets winter. Yeah, you know I mean, whereas where Russia's it, really known yeah, for winter, you might have to kill something to wear it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to move from Cuba unless you were a semi-tropical paradise, right? To to the frozen tundra of of Russia. You know what I mean? Bad idea. Left up in Ukraine. That just seems insane to me. So I, I don't, I don't, I just thought it was a fun story to talk about because, you know, yeah, this is the and, shit that happens when you, I mean, you know. how bad off must they be if they're stealing Cubans? I mean, it's not a big Island. It's only 90 miles long. No, no, not, no, I'm sorry. It's 90 that. miles away from, but it's not they're, a big Island. It's not a big point. Island. There can't be that many people like disposable, you know, people. Right. They'd be better served to go pluck people out of China or India. Maybe. I think it would be hard to pluck people out of China. The government probably pays. Unless you get the real poor ones, and then they're fucking all weak and shit. Or you just make a deal with the government, and they send you some Chinese. As long as they're not taking people from Africa, because that would be wrong. Exactly. That's racist. Sure is. They might be doing that, though. If they're going to, if they're doing it in Cuba, why wouldn't they do it anywhere else? Probably doing it all over the world. Yeah. Anybody that'll sign on, you know? 
Or, yeah. Uh, you, don't, you don't agree with those guys? You can come fight on our side. <laughs> That's how the shit works. Yeah, I don't I mean, I think, well, I mean, personally, I think there's a, you know, a lot of infiltrated communists in, you know, our state borders and a lot of these yeah. accidents, train derailments and chemical poisonings are all on purpose, planned <laughs> attacks. But I mean, that would make, that, that kind of makes me a conspiracy theorist. But the thing about a conspiracy theorist is they Stock know- up on tinfoil. That there, that there are- conspiracies out there there really are yeah maybe not on the scale that you're that that you're talking about or or exactly what you're talking about but there is bad shit that goes on in that like everybody fucking knows there's no such thing (laughs) as birds and that's why they're all surveillance by the by the government and that's why they shut us all down so they could change because all the batteries died at once so they they kept us in the house so they could change the batteries in the birds right Except, except for the ducks at the park Ducks at the park are free. You can just take one home whenever you want. <laughs> the ducks at the park are free, are they? The yeah, you can just go take one. Is there recording equipment in them or something? No, no, I said the ducks are real. Oh, oh, I thought you yeah, said they were free. ducks, because ducks don't fly very high. They can't get surveillance. I thought I heard you say free. Yeah, they don't, they don't work out well as a surveillance vehicle. <laughs> Take one home if you want. <laughs> I think that was Alex Jones that said that. <laughs> it just I, I I imagine all these people in the park going for their duck and finding out that ducks at the park really don't want to meet you that close. No. <laughs> you can just take them home. And it reminds me of the story you told about walking with Ryan when he ran after, ran into the flock of geese, and they oh in, fuck yeah! In, instead of flying away like geese normally do, they were like, uh, "No, fuck that dude," because <laughs> they knew they had a crew. <laughs> they they knew they was they was rolling squad deep. They didn't have to run for nothing, nothing. This little bastard. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. But uh, probably because. You know what I used to I used to make the joke too that um when Ryan was a little boy, uh-huh, he looked like uh Damien from The Omen. <laughs> like the original one. Right. And I just I would make the joke a lot and I made her watch the movie to prove it. You know, she's like, shut up. It does not. I'm like, it looks just like it looks just like. <laughs> so then we went to the uh and I was making this joke for a while, but then we, you know go to great adventure uh-huh. and went through the safari park. Uh-huh. And when the, she's the monkey saw him, they all freaked the fuck out. Just like in the movie. <laughs> it was so perfect. It was so oh, perfect. It's great. And I was like, look, see, told you. Shut up. <laughs> the monkey knows what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> monkey knows he's the antichrist. You that can't figure it out. And then when the fucking when our when when his nanny hung herself, <laughs> I should. You should have put it together. I should. We should, she should have. You think? You think she would have? Oh. You know. Anyway, well, that's it for the that's it for the B block. Yeah, folks. B block. Making ourselves so, laugh on the Media Virus podcast once again. I mean, if we don't laugh, who will? 
exactly. You know, is our uh, is our our motto. Although I did, I did talk about the show with some folks uh, this week, so we may have some new listeners out there. Hello, if you were in the Uber with me. I am always, always, you know, at least mentioning the show. Yeah. You know, I, I said, I talked about it on the show last week. Oh, yeah, on the show. I'm going to talk about it on the show. And I'm like, I, sometimes I wait for people that I know don't, you know, or don't know that we do a podcast. I wait Just, for them to go, what show? And they never do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. I usually throw it in when people ask me what my schedule's like as a full-time Uber driver. I say, well, you know, I do, uh, I do five nights and seven mornings. Um, they, oh, you, you give yourself the weekend? I said, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I take uh, Sunday night for me, sleep, and then Wednesday night I do a podcast with some friends. And boom, right into it. There you go. It's how we do shit around here. This is how we do, do it. it. I'm not putting on the spot list. I'm not. Not, not again. Telling. Not again. <laughs> that would be three weeks running. That would, that's excessive. Yeah. But uh, you can check out the list of songs that we have uh, mentioned or brought up on the show. Yeah, I, um, I, I want to grab that so I can I can play with it. I, I, I like the list. Now that, now that I had to type it out and, and send it to you, I, um, <laughs> I decided I kind of like that list. I was waiting for you to post the link so I could get it. It's there. It's I, up. I, I posted, it. It. Yep. posted it yesterday and uh, starts out with Convoy. I'm not going through this again, <laughs> just so you know. And then it's just, a, it's a weird, it's a weird it, listen. If you got, if you want to take a fucking weird 52 minute walk, then that's a great, that's a great fucking uh, good resource. It is a good resource. Um, and what else? I think that's it. I think, uh, what else we got to that's about it we're gonna we're gonna do i'm gonna get a i'm gonna go prime up our um just the tips number 55 and we'll come into the c block doing that and uh just looking at the time we may or may not see big daddy by the end of c block but uh we'll give it a shot so uh, this has been the B Block of the Media Virus Podcast, episode 148 on uh, the Media Virus Podcast Network. We will be back right after uh, this. Now, is that a chicken burrito, steak burrito, or the standard horse meat burrito? <laughs> Was that me chewing in the background? Somebody that, was. Somebody was chewing. I, I, I know I sweetened the mouth noise just because I knew I, I, I heard it there and I knew it. it just said, so I sweetened it up a little bit. I got to hear it. You, gotta hear it. you sweetened the mouth noise. Yeah, it's, that's the practice of isolating and, and bringing forward a, 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 a sound in a. I understand. I understand. Like I sometimes. Explaining it. Thanks for mansplaining it. No me. problem. It's like sometimes when you have when you have a live studio audience. But that sounds kind of sad, so they 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 layer it a little bit. Yeah, that first that first set of claps just sound lame. I need screaming and, and all kinds of chaos to go after that. Now I, then I can run those three clips and 
in succession. Did I watch this TikTok? Because <clears throat> you and I have gone on about how much we hate laugh tracks. Right. And uh, I was, I followed this sitcom writer. Okay. And he was, he, was, he did a blind, they did a study. And he's like, yeah, you know, people do find it funny without a laugh track, but more people find it funnier with one. And he's like, test after test, you, you know, you get this same result. Because it's because now you know where to laugh. If you, <laughs> no, you, you if feel you more didn't, comfortable you, laughing if somebody at something like dark, if somebody's yeah. already laughing. Yeah, there's a there's a number of there, there there's a number of, of of reasons why it it makes it easier and better and 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 you get better response. Pete's right. It's you know you don't have to be self conscious about what you're laughing at if there's already laughter. Again, it it marks off where to laugh for some people who may not quite get the joke, but now they know where to laugh, so they know it's got to be I'm, funny, and they'll try to figure it out later. There are some shows that are pushing a joke so hard they need a laugh track. And that's the other, and and I mean, they were. Have you ever been in a movie theater, and and you know, totally serious part of a movie, and just one guy starts laughing? That's me. (laughs) Guaranteed. You man, that you man. I was dude. What what was that? uh, That fucking show that I recommended on Prime, Deadlock. Okay. Deadlock. Dead lock is lake, right? Dead lock, right? I laughed, belly laughed at some of the shit. Belly laughed, but it wasn't and, things that were supposed to be funny. Well, it was. <laughs> see, here's the thing: is there's no laugh track. It's not. It's a dark comedy, so there's right. no laugh track, right? I belly laughed at a whole bunch of stuff, and I caught Erica just staring at me. Like, <laughs> what is wrong? You side eye, and you like what the. Uh, when I first started talking to Erica, I tried to scare her off <laughs> by telling her my three favorite movies were uh, Natural Born Killers, Full Metal Jacket, and The Devil's Rejects. You, you, see, what you should have done was split the two worst choices with like a, a crazy Disney princess movie. And then. That would have made me seem like. Almost and, normal. And then think... be really passionate about the Disney movie. Really? <laughs> I dated a girl that was really into Disney, man. They're fucking weird people. Yeah, it can be. It can be. I don't want to get too far into into that because I'm treading into territory. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I but, uh, I I know people and I'm I'm not gonna go there I tonight. Do too. I don't rather I'd rather not hear their shit. <laughs> Not to David, not to anybody. We can say whatever the fuck we want here. We can, we can. We can say whatever we want. Like I know a guy. His his grandfather was in the Philadelphia Philharmonic Orchestra when they recorded the soundtrack for uh, Fantasia. Oh yeah. And he's covered with Disney tattoos. Disney tattoos. Yeah, from like anywhere that he can put clothes on. So like he's basically tattooed like shorts to t-shirt. All so Disney. You think he's got a tattoo of Mickey with a huge cock, like I, right around his dick? I don't know. I, I've never, I've never seen that spot. <laughs> Should ask him if he's got his dick tattoo, Disney dick tattoo. <laughs> I do know that he he fell and broke his hip several years ago, and 
they had to cut one of his, he had Mickey on the waterfall on his hip. They had to cut it to, to do the surgery, but he ended up getting it fixed. Well, that's good. Like they, yeah. like they, the, the guy who, who sewed him up was kind of more, did it more like a plastic surgeon than just somebody who wanted to put a zipper in you. And oh, then, that's cute. Then he I'm had the, then he had it touched up, but, uh, interesting. Like, we started recording yet? Yeah, I, well, I, I I left it recording. I just decided I'll, I'll oh, as soon as we're done, I'll just I'll cut it in half. Gotcha, gotcha. I just wanted to see what was what was going on, but uh, yeah, I can't. I say I'm not. I don't have a lot. I don't have any tattoos. So you can do surgery on me. You don't have a single tattoo, man. Nope. Wow, I'm proud of that tattoo. Kind of weird. It is. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're 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 a punk guy, and uh, yeah, like kind of counterculture. Kind of counterculture. Right, but when everybody's doing it, right, it's more like a uniform. Uh, you know what I mean? You didn't want to be stereotyped. It was just I wanted a job. Like I know, like I know, like that's really anti-punk but i, I really yeah. wanted to be employed you know that and, was my and, and you my knew parents you told did me not you have tattoo, the... you'll never get a job that's i know that's complete bullshit now but that's what and, your parents and you knew you wouldn't have the restraint to stop at your collar or cuffs right <laughs> <laughs> you missed my fingers in my neck man <laughs> wouldn't know why i got a tattoo well not why i got a tattoo but when i got a tattoo when was that Pete? after my little sister did wow my little my little sister's you know she got a tattoo and then my parents your were, little sister jumped off a bridge would you jump off a bridge too no but yeah. pete's parents were like pete what kind of pussy are you look your little sister's got tattoos you... <laughs> no like they they got they got a little i guess upset with her or whatever you know but i was like ah, now they can't get mad at me <laughs> so i was like yep and one of them got a tattoo and they were like and how old were you when you got your tattoo? I was, let's see. I want to say I was like 23, 24, like that. You want to know how old I was when I didn't get a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I was 25 when I got my first tattoo. What was your first one? That was the, the yin and yang. With an eight ball and a nine ball, it was That's big, true. big into shooting pull back then. <laughs> oh wow! I like. I used to have a pool table in my basement. Ever tell you about that? And uh, yeah, with, with the short the sticks. Uh huh. I had to use a short stick in the one corner. Like I tell you, people, I was abused. <laughs> um, I but I went to a real pool hall one day. I realized uh, my pool table wasn't level. Yeah, I mean, that throws your game too. A little bit off. It really does. It's a completely different different way of doing it then i've but got let's get my... into uh that's a good tip make sure your pool table's level uh-huh and we have some more tips yes we have uh in just a moment we'll have just the tips with uh your friend of mine big daddy telling us all about uh whatever he's going to talk about this week uh bear with me while i get to the show sheet and <sighs> that's right it's not in the show sheet because he didn't send me the link this week. He, well, he 
didn't send me the link as early as he normally does. So bear with me. Chat amongst yourselves. I've got to go dig it out. It's in this folder. Give you a topic. And that folder. Stalin won World War II. Talk amongst yourselves. I was on SNL bit. Coffee talk. Uh huh. I'm so uh -huh. proclaimed. Fifty-five. Here we go. It's not going to be that fast. Everything's running a touch slow at the moment. I know how it'll be. This says 58. I thought we were at 55. Huh? What? I said that's a JTT58. I thought we were Oh, at it did. Hang on. <laughs> Let me stop. I I clicked the wrong one because he did send like four of them over to you. Yeah, he sent a stack four of them. It, yeah, the, this I'm sorry, the screen when it refreshed, it moved a line and 55 was over here. Thank you for catching that. I'd hate to run them out of order. It might not even make sense. There you go. Just the tips. That's worth doing again because of the screen it's sharing. Back. I put the new one in. Ah. Just the tips. It's Stanley McFadden. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I can only imagine where this is going. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy Professor Big Technology from U of V, bringing at you another motherfucking episode of Just the Motherfucking Tips. Tonight's motherfucking episode of episode 55. Tonight's tip, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to make your partner want you? Are you expecting your partner to want you without you putting forth any goddamn effort at all. You're supposed to just float to the door, run in the bathroom, drop a deuce, come out, and your partner's supposed to fall all over you, drooling and shit, without any effort on your part. If you are, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Put in some effort to make your partner interested in you. Ladies. Dicks have shelf life. More importantly, they are reactionary. It takes some stimulation from you for them to activate. <clears throat> it's not like you just walk into a room and 
ain't like that. Not anymore, anyway. You actually got to do something. Are you willing to, to do like the gorilla do? If, if, if a gorilla can twerk for that gorilla dick, then ladies, be willing to do something. Put on them heels. Put on an outfit. T-shirt and panties. Something that's not putting on a fucking face mask and, and coming into the room looking like the Blair Witch Project. Put in an effort to entice your partner. And this goes both ways, gentlemen. Find out what it is that turns your partner on and be willing to do that shit. Make an effort. Effort sexy. Until then, Media Virus Podcast, Big Daddy, just the tips. I forgot I had turned the uh, output on my microphone board down. Wow. I was explaining that uh, the gorillas, it was gorilla video in the beginning of that. Yeah. Again, doesn't play well audio wise. That's why you should go and and find just the tips on Spotify where the videos live. We only have 12 up there. This, this, This was number 55. Oh. Just, yeah, I, I was mentioning that it was there, and, and we'll get some more up there. I promise. I wasn't. <laughs> they take time. Because all the old ones I have to transcode and get ready to go. I wasn't chastising you for not having more up there. I was just saying that particular one. Yes, it um, will not be there yet. So I would... Uh, I would like to see where Big Daddy has the cameras in my room. <laughs> Why is that? I, well, I, I, this seems to happen with all women, though. It, it's just like they they lure you in with, you know, all of this like, you know, sensual behavior, and that. right. And then just one day, that just like stops, <laughs> and then you gotta like. Ask. Uh-huh. Like, hey, are you in the mood today? Today a good I day. Have what? Is today a good day? Never a good day. <laughs> good. Are you willing today? Anyway. Um just I think it's time for more not right nonsense. I think we have a we have a long Yeah, we have a very nonsense long corner. Nonsense, cor- nonsense corner session this week. Lots of nonsense. Much All nonsense. of the nonsense. Every bit of the nonsense is there. Yeah, so I, mean, uh, I sometimes find things interesting on TikTok. It happens. Most of the time. And I want to share it with, with everybody. And I could duet it and put it on TikTok. I hate you know, but, but it's more fun to do it this way when all three of us can make fun of it at once. That's right. Or just agree with it and move on. You know, who knows? All right. Let's see here. Hopefully we can get through this. My machine's getting hot. Well, that's not good. No. A little slow. He's got too much shit running. 
let's share going. Let's see if there's anything I can get rid of here. Doesn't look like it. Here it comes. Oh, wow. Real hot. Fanning machine. I, we, we hear you blowing on your <laughs> blowing your computer. Yeah, it's... Uh, I need a bit of a... I need a moment. Take your time. Have cool one of those cool fan tables. They make noise. True. Yeah, I got one of those too. It's sitting on it, but it, I can't run. I get run too loud. My wife bought these. Uh, they look like wireless headphones. Okay. But it's you put it on your neck. Uh huh. And it's a fan. Yeah. Personal fan. Seen. Right. I've and I was it. thinking that would be great for in here, but that would be worse than anything because it would be right here. It would be like right in the mic, so that would be. Bear with me. I am going to grab a fan to run across this real quick. Hang on. Some technical difficulties. Uh, what do you got going on, Pete? You know. Talk more about lawnmowers. Sure, let's talk more about lawnmowers. <laughs> so, what kind of lawnmower do you have, Pete? I have a Toro Time Cutter 1438Z zero turn. You have a zero turn mower? Yes, I have it. You know, it's the one with the, the two levers. It doesn't have a steering wheel. As a, two levers drives like a tank Great. i don't know if i sent it to the show but there was there's a dude named ginger billy oh yeah i watched i've seen that guy i've seen a lot of that guy's videos he turned that Hilarious. you know the car he's always fucking with he's got yeah. one car and he changes it all the time he took that little like, a, like ford like, festiva or whatever yeah but he does, he does he does he's done all kinds of shit to that little ford festiva he's yeah. beaten he's Yes. It's been a million different colors. That guy's fantastic. Who's He's this? Hilarious. Uh, Ginger Billy, Ginger, his name Ginger is. Billy. Uh, on, uh, He's got this, I was saying, he's got this Ford Festiva. And he, like, one one time he, he was calling it a truck. <laughs> he turned it into a truck and he, he put really obnoxiously long side mirrors on it. Like, he made his own out of pieces. Uh, he put, he put, he, yeah, he put towing mirrors on it. Okay. Towing mirrors on it? But he, but he extended them even further than they would have been in their original. Right. Uh, right. It's almost like he knew the, the space between what a big truck would have mm -hmm. and did that. Wow. And um, I'm not going to be able to I run think, the TikTok corner. I actually think that that dude is like a nurse in real life. Huh. What? Yeah. Nurse. I think so. I follow him on TikTok. I've seen him like. He's yeah. He's he's he does a lot of content. He he's quite hilarious. Very very funny. I don't think I would be able to run the TikTok corner. Oh no! Holy shit! I'm screaming hot. Let me see if I can see if I can catch up. If I drop the second screen of audio, all right, and go to a single screen.
which is not optimal, but, uh, you know, maybe that'll do what you gotta do. be a little easier on it. Maybe it'll cool down a bit. I could probably do it from the phone if you want to take a. You think you can, you, if you can run it, we can run it that way. That's fine. Let's see. Oh, I got to do that once in a while, right? Uh-huh. All right. So now if I go to... TheMediaVirus.com. And anybody on the stream, incidentally, can follow along at TheMediaVirus.com because the TikToks are there. Conceivable. Oh, no. Why won't it let me move it? There we go. That's better. Okay. All right. Sorry for the hold up, folks. You are sharing your screen. There it is. There we are. So the other day, my wife was FaceTiming with our oldest daughter, Chauncey. And this is not the right video. Chloe and well, yeah, you started a related video. There you go. Does the lady in your life? Nope. Yeah, he's a good. Here we go. Good for that purpose. That it? That's it. There it is, baby. This is Dave Grohl apparently trolling the Westboro Baptist Church from a truck. Right. Pete sent this one in. Are they still around? Are they still a thing? You don't hear about them anymore, but I believe so. The, uh, there's a, a steak truck uh, there's a band set up on, and they're driving by a Westboro Baptist Church demonstration just to troll them and be weird. Is that roll on the back of the truck? Yeah, it's him talking. Ryan loves the Bee Gees. He said that the other day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we listen to a lot of Bee Gees. That's interesting. <clears throat> he has a he has an eclectic taste. 
Oh, wow. All right, so that was that one. Yeah. Let's go back here. Your attachment style, this person is not good for you. So this is something that I learned about men that has nothing to do with attachment. Men typically have this thing called singular focus versus women have a little bit more diffuse awareness. That's the multitasking. That's the ability to see all the things. She went on to describe in the video that her attachment style is activated if the guy is not texting her back or if he's not responding to her immediately. And that is what got me thinking. As someone who is a men's coach and has spoken with hundreds of men, sometimes when they are in the zone, when they are working, when they are doing tasks, having to respond to you back quickly, it can easily disrupt their flow, their train of thought. They get derailed and have to get back on the, the train that they were on. Can we normalize also that cell phones are a new invention and that we don't need to be in contact with each other 100% of the time? Wow. That's, now, that, wow. that's not a problem that I currently deal with. Right. However, I have dealt with, you know, that type, that type of issue. Right. You're with a person that doesn't text you, you know, because I don't text someone back right away and that's a huge fucking problem right and uh you know just you know having having that explained by a woman i thought that was mm -hmm. wonderful that was powerful better than uh, man people who staff it are selfless crusaders for justice who are innocently trying to do what's best for you and me i, I mean <laughs> Come on. No, no, to the contrary, what this institution is, is a parasitic institution that lives off the labor of its subjects. That's what it is, and it engages in activities that would be considered the greatest moral enormities if engaged in by the citizens. But when they are engaged in by the ruling class, well, this is just a matter of public policy. We can expropriate you to whatever limit prudence will allow. We can kidnap you if the cause is just in our view, and only we can decide whether it's just or not. Throw you in cages for arbitrary reasons. Anybody else doing this, we would immediately see there's something wrong with it. But we've been taught that, well, these, these are special people. Moreover, the state is looking to protect itself more than it's looking to protect you. And if you doubt that, consider the severity with which it treats crimes against itself. And compare that with the dispatch with which it goes after somebody who stole your $10. That makes sense to everybody? Makes perfect sense. Okay, good. We can keep going. Because that's just... There are a lot of big words. It's all right, man. You know big words. People always tell you they went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through 12th grade. I identify with this. Like, you'll be pulled out of class to go to the auditorium so they can show you a documentary about abortions. Literally. It's very anti-abortion, where there's just footage of abortions taking place. And, and they just, they'll just show that to 14-year-olds. You'll have teachers who say slavery is okay because the Bible says it's okay. You'll have male teachers measure the girls' skirts to make sure they're the proper length while, like, holding the back of their leg a little too high up. There's this weird sense amongst the teachers and the administration that, like, since it's a Catholic school, like, the students should behave better than, like, the public school students. But they're still just high schoolers, so, yeah, they're bringing alcohol and prescription drugs on campus and getting caught, and everything just gets swept under the rug. Correction. They get swept under the rug if your family's rich. If you're poor, if you're there on a scholarship, your ass is out. Hmm. Huh. I remember watching, I think it was called, the in religion class, the silent screen, where it was like a, 
the x-ray of an abortion being or an ultrasound right yeah abortion being performed yep right and they suck it out with like they they cut it up and suck it out with a vacuum mm-hmm. right and mike rivera was in the back my, my buddy mike was in the back of the class like right behind me and i just hear baby shake it's like it's like a baby milkshake and i was like jesus fuck. <laughs> i started laughing wow as you would at baby shake and then some girl in the front row got all pissed, like got all like upset and left. It was terrible. So then, of course, anytime Mike saw her, he would go up to her and go, baby shake. What? I didn't hear you. I said, I said, baby shake. That's right. That's what. And he wouldn't even do it like quiet. He'd get like right up in her face. He was all about torturing people. Just absolutely. There we, I remember we had this. We had this really, really, like. She was tall, and she was, she was built like a man, right? And she was, she was dark black. And, very nice, sweet kid, you know, but whenever. Whenever um, we'd be behind her, Mike would go, walk like a man, fast as I can, because. <laughs> He said that she walked like, like a man. man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Must so, have been great to go to school with you guys. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend it, honestly. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had to have like to survive Catholic school. You had to just develop a really fucked up sense of humor. You know, that's just the way. That's just the way it is. But to, oh, let me. What happened to the screen share? Hold on. I got to do that, which is the reason for these videos sometimes is to just kind of, you know, start a conversation. Yeah. How come? Oh, I just can't see share. Screen. Start. Saw that one. Refers to someone who offers opinions or makes comments on subjects that are beyond their knowledge or expertise. In other words, it describes a person who gives advice, criticism, or opinions on topics they have little or no actual understanding of. The term often carries a negative connotation, highlighting the tendency of some individuals to speak confidently about matters they are not qualified to discuss. I'm feeling attacked. I, I get here's the thing is I want to try to get that word as you're like, and now <laughs> the ultra crepidarian. Is that what ultra crepidarian? Ultra crepidarian. You know, somewhere somewhere in there. Because I want to <laughs> I want it to be very clear. That I'm I have no idea what I'm talking about, I even am. though sometimes I speak very confidently. <laughs> right? That's the so we're gonna can we play that again? Ultra crepidarian refers to someone who offers opinions or makes comments on subjects that are beyond their knowledge or expertise. In other words, it describes a person who gives advice, criticism, or opinions on topics they have little or no actual understanding of. The term often carries a negative connotation, highlighting the tendency of some individuals to speak confidently about matters they are not qualified to discuss. That's that's the show. Like in a nutshell. 
right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're we're all full of shit, except for the things we that we all act, ultra crepidarians. Except for those those little tiny show. little pinpoints that we know shit about. What oh, happened to the audio? I left it off on purpose. <clears throat> trying to get I him didn't... around to the beginning so that he can actually start it over. Right. Gotcha. It just starts playing, but it's muted for some fucking reason. Because so when it, you try to go and turn it, there's a there's a you know time between, and also it it doesn't wait till you have it centered in the right in no, the frame. It, it starts when it thinks that you've right. It's because we're viewing this on. We'll tell you that your network is unstable. I already know all my friends are mentally ill. That's why I picked them. I don't want to be friends with the plebes and normies. I want to be friends with the weirdos. Weirdos do goon shit. Weirdos throw the first punch. They do the opening volley. Weirdos give you good stories to tell later in life and something to repent for on Sunday. So to everyone out there, if you're unstable and, and your network is too, I salute you. Goon shit. Apparently I offended you with that one too. No, no, that one's not so bad. Goon shit. Goon shit. The first time I ever heard somebody say or do some goon shit or was Maddie Boy, and he he actually started he part he had a, had a rap group called the Goon Squad. How about it? And and him and his one friend had had a really good flow, but then it was like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with D12. Oh had, yeah, they had like the bizarre of the group. <laughs> okay, or his flows are just like what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I thought this was a little interesting. This out. Over 1,600 scientists sign no climate emergency declaration. The declaration dismisses the idea of a climate crisis and said that carbon dioxide is actually beneficial to Earth. There is no climate emergency, they said. Climate science should be less political, while climate policy should be more scientific. They went on to say the little ice age only ended as recently as 1850. Therefore, it's no surprise that we're experiencing a period of warming. Quintel also dismissed the narrative of global warming being linked to increased natural disasters. There is no climate emergency, therefore there is no cause for panic or alarm, they said. And finally, they go on to say that this theory has been promoted and extended by misguided business marketing agents, politicians, journalists, government agencies, and environmentalists. In my opinion, there really is no climate crisis. But what do you all think? Well, nobody gives a fuck about your opinion, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's... Who really cares about my opinion? Right. But my opinion, like, and it's not just, here's the problem. Like, when you tell people in the seventh grade that, you know, we're still coming out of the last ice age and the earth is going to get progressively warmer, warmer. And then it does. And then it does. And people are screaming, oh, my God, the earth is getting warmer. We have to, you know, it's got to be us. You, you, you look at them and you go like, well, didn't you go to seventh grade fucking science class? Right. Like, did they stop teaching? And I think they did. Yes. They stopped yes. teaching that. They don't teach that anymore. They didn't, but the point was, they knew the earth was warming up. You know, like we're still, it's been warming up since the last ice age. Everything is to control you. Yep. If I haven't made that abundantly clear, we are being controlled. And why are we being controlled? Who the fuck knows? To see if they can control us. But it's happening. It's like trying to get you to organize your fucking trash. You know, fuck you. All right. Everything goes in one bag. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. 
All right, let's see if we can get this. Mr. Lockdown. Sound abusive to you? My friend's husband won't let her visit any friends or family. He has made her stop all contact with them unless it's by phone or computer. He reads and censors her comments on social media. He makes her feel like she's going crazy for thinking that he's controlling and that she's being ungrateful. After all, he's only doing this because of how much he cares for her. He doesn't want her going to the gym anymore, so she doesn't go. He doesn't want her to go to work anymore, so she doesn't go. He told her, you got to rely on me for income. He doesn't let her go out anymore unless it's for necessities. And when she does, he makes sure that he has people in place to guilt trip her about it. He wants her to have a medical procedure done. And if she does it, she'll have more freedoms. And to top it all off, he's always telling her he's only doing this because he cares. Oh, wait. Did I say husband? I meant government. Here's the funny thing in society. You're all outraged if we do this to a spouse. But when the government does it, you're completely okay with it. Pull your head out of your ass. I was, I was upset. Yeah. About that girl's husband, government. Was it just her government? <laughs> what we got next? You guys want to hear that again? I mean, I know you want to play it again, but, you know, it, it, it's, the it's a banjo. playing a banjo that's really yeah. i i enjoy banjo music i've told uh, you that before and and he he not he, he's playing uh the rhythm type of banjo he wasn't picking yeah i mean that's i mean but that's i mean that's what you see in the string band the mummer string bands in in south philly right very unique sound yes i i, I like, like his them. voice and and it goes well with the banjo i'm a band. i'm a that type of voice dude right a lot of motorhead rancid uh-huh. you know that type of uh Growling, like, guttural know. kind of, like a growl. Yeah. yeah I gotta... uh, please stand by. Many rock devs having technical difficulties with his telescope. It's like whenever, equipment. whenever I get into a conversation, the phone closes. I'm sure there's something I could. There's a setting for that. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Pete. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, Pete. My mom told me she was a virgin. Uh, I'm 19 years old. I do have a younger brother who's 21. And one day he came in my room and smelled the sound I was making in the basement. And my dad was yelling at my ankle, but he doesn't even know that I'm deaf from the waist down. You know, and one night around 764, we was yelling at each other. You know, we've been arguing for about nine days a week. And he thinks I'm dirty because I wipe my ass before I take a shit. And my friend was going to tell me something, but I told him, hold that thought. And he grabbed my girlfriend. And that shit really made me feel bad because I just wanted to die, you know. I pre-ordered death on Amazon, but it feels like it's taking a lifetime. And, like, one day on in ninth grade when I lost my life, my friend found it but held it for three days. And honestly, I felt like he took my life for granted. 
Wow. Okay. Just so you know, that starts out like this. Here around October 32nd, my mom <laughs> told me she was a virgin. Uh, I'm 19 years old. I do have a younger brother who's 21. And one day he came in my room and smelled it's, the sound I was making. It's the dead I'm going to have an aneurysm if I keep listening to that. It's the deadpan face that gets... Yeah. There's no emotion in this. He doesn't even know that I'm deaf from the waist down. We was yelling at each other. You know, we've been arguing for about nine days a week. And he thinks I'm dirty because I wiped my ass before I But I told him, hold that thought. And he grabbed my girlfriend. And that shit really made me feel bad because I just wanted to die, you know. I pre-ordered death, death on Amazon. It like took a lifetime. Like, one day on in ninth grade when I lost my life, my friend found it but held it for three days. And honestly, I felt like he took my life for granted. Wow. It was on that that was on October 32nd. Just right. so everybody knows. It's a hell of a day. So I'm going to explain this to those of y'all that may not have seen this before, right? So the way it works is you get a quarter, you stick it in the cart, you use the cart, and then once you're done with the cart, it gives you the quarter back. And I'm not talking about the head of a football team. Now, follow me, follow me. Now, if your brain has no wrinkles on it, you will go on <laughs> Amazon and purchase that fake coin for $2.84. <laughs> Common sense ain't that common no more. If your brain has no wrinkles on it. <laughs> That's uh, Fredo on TV. He's he's fantastic. Follow him on TikTok. Oh, uh, the one before that was 3KX Gen NV3. Everybody can see that. Yep. Whatever that says. This is Go Hang CG was the banjo maestro. Mill. We'll figure it out later. Yeah, if you want any, if you want to see these again or you want to know anything about them, you can Catch the post on the mediavirus.com. It's top post up there right now. Well, this is if wrestling's not fake, explain this. Now I think this is like from a country. This is from a country that definitely does not speak English. But we're gonna go over this again. Because opponent, blonde opponent, <laughs> decided that he was going to grab mustachioed opponent by the, by the penis. He's got him by the dick, and he twists his dick. But then the guy flexes, mustache flexes. And it's like, the guy can't, Blondie can't take it. So mustache flexes again. Blondie's in fucking pain. Like he's getting his arm twisted. Like, mustache's cock is twisting Blondie's arm. And then Judo throws him. he just got flipped. Mustache <laughs> just flipped Blondie with his, his dick. Penis. Yes. Didn't touch him with his arms. With his dick. That see, that's that's the where the, the rare Chechenian um, sexual uh, martial art. You guys want to see that again? It's all genitals. It, well, hang on. What's this? FBI's domestic terrorism symbols guide on militia violent extremists. Mr. Boyle, are you generally familiar with that guide? Yes. The Betsy Ross flag. Was the Betsy Ross flag in the terrorism symbol guide? Was. And, and what about the Betsy Ross flag makes someone more likely to be a violent extremist? I wish there was a reasonable explanation for that question. There isn't. 
and people blew the whistle and said, this stuff is crazy. Americans are being targeted. Just so you know, you know how many Betsy Ross flag paraphernalia things I had as a kid? <laughs> right? I mean, coming from this area especially? Right. I mean, living in Philadelphia, it was a Betsy Ross flag. That was, that was the, the coolest one. Was yeah. Circles. Oh, Betsy was from here. Right. Came across a very interesting author. His pen name is Theodore Dalrymple, and he worked as a psychiatrist within the British National Health Service and the prison system for, like, decades. Um, he, he said something like this. He goes, when he was studying propaganda in communist societies, what he found was that the propaganda was not designed to try to convince or inform people. It was designed to humiliate. And so, therefore, the less it corresponded with reality or the truth, the more effective it was. Because if you could actually get your population to be quiet or to repeat things that they knew were obvious lies, you actually erode their ability to actually discern from truth and falsehood. And that essentially that would create the sort of society of emasculated liars that was easy to control. And then he finished it off by saying that he believed political correctness was designed for the same reasons and the same purpose. No lies detected. There you go. <laughs> right. I think we're on, a, we're on a theme tonight. Yeah, seems that way. It's uh, like the, you went down I, a deep I don't know, hole. I don't know if I, if I intentionally. Well, here's the thing. Okay. A lot of funny TikToks yeah. um, are, are much more visual. Yes. You kind of need to see what's going on. Where I think it's, I go for, you know, speaking. Mm -hmm. TikToks. By the way, that was uh, Nick Freitas. Nick Freitas 3.0. Is border with Guatemala. Yeah. Okay. We don't let them in. So the same thing that America does to Mexico, we do to Guatemala. Okay. It, it just, the news is CNN, Fox. CNN, MSNBC, uh, New York Post, they're never going to show you that. The word, just so you know, Mexico is extremely racist. So we have what are... Like Guatemalans. Even to its own Mexicans. So you got to remember, Mexico was, was dominated by Spaniards. The only reason I look the way I look yes. is because I'm 65% Spaniard. Yeah. Mexicans, like real Mexicans, or which is known as Mexica, not Mexico, yes. Mexica, are, you know, five foot four, super dark with big noses and the heads pushed back. Aztecs and Mayans. Like uh, Indians. Like Indians. Indians. Yes. Well, we're natives, right? Yeah. So we're, we're blended. So the reality is in Mexico, till this day, if you are not light complected, somewhat tall, you're frowned upon to this day. That's true. I, 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 I know this because I, I know a, a relatively tall, Olive skin guy who is you know, he he looks very European. Who he's a Mexican. He's from Yucatan. He said it's it's in he said especially in Yucatan it's that way because there's a lot of light skinned Europeans. But there's a lot of straight up white people. Yeah, that are Mexican. Uh huh. They're straight up light skinned Span yeah. Spaniards, They're, and I think yeah. people forget that. It's because you know. they came from Europe. Say it again. That's how that works. Yeah, you you drop it again. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's got light eyes and light skin, and which kind of goes miles for him when he goes back to Yucatan for certain things. But on the other hand, he said it's it, it's kind of messed up to to go to a club and have somebody tell you you can't eat there because you're too dark tonight. They just take the darkest ones and throw them out. Or they, they just won't let you in the line. 
He's like, he's you know, the line outside of a club. There's a guy at the door. One of the things that he can he can not let you in by is if he thinks you're too dark. Maddie's just working the screen share back. 69% of this dead air will be removed. But again, to me, these are already people speculating the cause of death. Some people claim there's a woman to blame. Now, obviously, I found that joke funny because I ripped it off. Imitation, the sincerest form of flattery. I feel like I made it better, you know. But uh, I don't steal without without acknowledging it. Uh, Brian Bates comic. Yeah, if, if you ever steal a joke from us, it's like the third time it's been stolen. Right. That's how you guarantee we're original. You talked about how China and Saudi Arabia just dumped like $110 billion worth of U.S. treasuries. No. New York City announces it is ready to track and limit meat consumption in the name of climate change. Brought to you by American Express. Negatory. You talked about how the state of Utah is conducting random mental screenings on citizens at their own cost, mind you. Uh, in order to ensure they are sane enough to keep their driver's license. You know what you can't do in Utah without a driver's license? Vote. Also, not what I'm referring to! You talking about the brand new video uploaded to my YouTube channel? Flooding in New Orleans? Russia hits Romania with drone strike? No, bro. Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet made their first public appearance at a Beyonce concert. Don't you let her change you, Timmy. That's uh, news updates wow. for real. And... Uh... You know, this this is not a uh, a nightmare or some kind of movie. This is the real world. This is this is the world we live in. So a passenger's horrific bowel movement forced a Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona to turn around. In a text message sent to air traffic control, the captain explained there was diarrhea all over the aircraft. Negative, it's just a biohazard had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane so they wanted to come back to Atlanta the passengers said it dribbled down the aisle and after using vanilla scented disinfectant the plane smelt like vanilla poo they agreed the pilots made the right decision and had to rip out the carpets once they landed <laughs> had to rip out the carpets <laughs> wow that was the that was, we that talked about that in the, in the A block that's that too, is terrible how do you not talk about you know, you got to bring it back. Right. I mean, you, so. you, they shit a whole airplane. Vanilla scented poop. You ever try to cover your shit and cover your, 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 you know, bowel scent with like some frou-frou scent. The and it just smells thing. like that and shit. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> worst. Oh, well, it smells like somebody, somebody shit a Christmas tree. Can't slow wildfire smoke. Why not? Smoke particles are too small. How big are they? 2,500 nanometers. How big is COVID? 20 to 500 nanometers. Trust the science. The hell? 
COVID face masks can't slow wildfire smoke. Why not? Smoke particles are too small. How big are they? 2,500 nanometers. How big is COVID? 20 to 500 nanometers. Trust the science. The hell? I'm sure there's other flaws in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's other things in smoke other than the particulate. It's a problem. Recommend locking anything down. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Um, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew you. it would have serious economic uh, yeah. consequences, which it did. Anyway. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. Since July 22, August the 22. I didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Um, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew. Oh, you know, we're being gaslit, too. Yeah. I mean, that was October I mean, people, 2020. Like, nobody's held accountable for the things they fucking say and do. And then we're supposed to say and do the same fucking thing when it when it pops. Like, it's fucking, dude. What the fuck is going on? And it's not entirely true because some people are being held accountable for the things they do and say. It's just that they're the things that they didn't said 15, 20, 25 years ago in a different in a different world, in a different time. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. God forbid if you, you know, well, comedians and talk show hosts. Right? Yeah. And- those are the people, and those are the people that get held to a uh, a different standard. But our politicians, fuck, you just let them do whatever the hell they want. Why not? Bunch of ultra crepidarians. So if if you go over to themediavirus.com this week, uh, some of the things that you find, uh, we just did the TikTok corner. That post is up, and that post, if you uh, click through and and go to the post itself. Um, you will see the new uh, TikTok nonsense logo that we've put together. Very exciting. Yeah, Maddie's got his own logo for the segment now. Um, let's see. We've got the song mentions that are up from uh, the last couple of weeks. Maddie's got that in, in place. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can get away with sharing that screen for just a moment. Spotify's opening. Holy shit. There we go. So we'll be able to take a look in just a moment as it uh, loads up. I usually don't open this Spotify account, so it's taking a second. Yeah, Spotify can be a pain in the ass. For a new computer? Yeah. Well, I I, I use I I don't use this login with Spotify very often, so apparently it's not going to show it to me at all. Oh wait, here we go. I'm still that, here. That's not where I wanted to be. Oh, here it is. Yeah, there we go. It starts off with "Convoy" by C.W. McCoy McCall. Oh man, I think Lee Major sings the Fall Guy theme song. I, I'm almost you are, positive. Cor- you yeah. are correct, sir. 
you, you so I couldn't find, but I couldn't find any other Lee majors. So as promised, uh, something from Will Shatner, I decided with space oddity. If you've ever, if you ever listened to this, uh, it's different. You, it's, it's so different. Speaking of speaking of so different, Big Jaddy is joining us. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. What's up? We're going over the the playlist of songs that were mentioned uh, the last in the last episode, and actually a couple episodes before that because I I missed a couple. But, Are uh, you purposely mentioning songs or these songs that? No, it just kind of comes. It just shit. Here's the thing: is it is it? We didn't. We haven't mentioned shit this week. Nobody's brought up a song or or, or right. start like sometimes in the middle of a story. I'll just start singing a song that had a word that was from that story, or you know, you know how I am, or just do, do music in the background, or whatever. Um, but it just kind of comes into comes into play. Now I think sometimes I I know at the end I started mentioning bands just to just to have some better bands. <laughs> like i brought up guar for no reason right i brought up rancid for no reason just because we were talking about music right there were these other also i couldn't find uh i did find my own religions spotify but as they still do not have let the bigot speak uh parentheses the truth will expose him on spotify so i put one of my favorite tunes god in the state okay so, you guys know how I, f- I feel about those Freaking things. Freaking at the Freakers Ball. That's a good ball. song. Nobody played that one anymore. What, Freakers Ball or Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a Man After Midnight? Uh, Freaking, at a free- Freaking at the Freakers Ball. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. That's, that's the song that got, that, that got everybody into Dr. Hook. It's just a great song. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so these are all the... And you did get the good version of I Want You to Want Me. Good job. I had to look for it. I had a really the live, good, the live at Budokan. I had a, yeah, I had a I had to Google I want you to want me live at Boo. And or not Google, but search in the, yeah. in the search feature. Yeah, there's a couple live, there's a couple live versions. Well, the Budokan version is the one that most people are familiar with because the album version is awful. It's it's about a half a beat too slow, and it it it'll really really fuck with your head. No, I'm I'm well aware. It's just like if you ever uh, if you've ever heard the Ramones album, Loco Live, mm-hmm. that is a killer punk album. But then when you go listen to the albums those songs are on, not quite the same. They're they're like two beats behind. Like Pet Cemetery on Loco Live is a kick-ass fucking tune, and Pet Cemetery on the album version is a kick-ass tune, but it's so much softer. Yeah, it's more like palatable. And I don't know if they slowed it down and smoothed it out to make it more palatable, and then play it. It's 100 miles an hour no, live. It's probably the other way around. They probably that's probably where they were when it recorded, and then they realized doing it live a few times. Hey, wait a minute, this is well, where this do, needs I've, to go. We we literally played every, like any t- any band I was in. We played the songs way faster live. Yep, because you're just full of adrenaline. And learning to slow down was one of the hardest things. Yeah, like once you learn how to play, learning how to slow down is is probably the next thing. Um, but uh, how you doing, Big Daddy? What uh, 
what news ha- have you for us this week? Any, any, anything good to bring up? Uh, this week? No, actually. This is uh, because of the uh, Labor Day holiday. It's just kind of a, a bye week. Uh, you want to, uh, Mike, why don't you show, show Big Daddy the, uh, the interview, two-minute interview. Ah, yes, the interview video. clip from, uh, from the battle at St. Andrews. That's right. Are you still having problems sharing your screen? I'm going to find out. All hot. Is that a bad idea? I think I can get through it. I mean, it's hot, but it's it's cool. No, what it, he might he might prefer the other one just because the, there's a lot of big booty action in that. But play this one. There's there's good stuff in this one. We're here with the creator of the event, the Battle of St. Andrews. Becky, uh, what gave you the inspiration to uh, come up with the, the Battle of St. Andrews? You know, Matt, thank you so much for asking, and thank you also for being here. But honestly, my inspiration was how much everything sucks. And I just wanted to create a day that didn't suck. Nina, a lot of people are saying you're the underdog in this event because of the fact that you're pregnant. How do you respond? That's crazy, because I'll take all of you out, every single one. We're here with the uh, host of the event, Vince. And uh, Vince, uh, what the hell would make you go along with this shit? Uh, That's really hard to say. I obviously wasn't in my right mind when I agreed to it. Ryan, you played one of the best games of red light, green light I have ever seen in my life. What was your strategy going in, and uh, what was your plan of attack? Um, It was just... Just keep keep standing there and all that. It was a good job. And then move when they told you. Yes. Did a great fucking job, dude. Great job. Good effort. (laughs) We thought we had that. We thought we thought we had it. We thought we had it in the in the, you know, in the in the red light, green light, but it came down to a tie. Yeah, and uh, we had we had to go in. We had to go in and uh, play rock paper scissors. Yeah, for the tie breaker. What was your strategy going into rock paper scissors? You, you know, the, the only thing I don't understand, right? It's uh, uh, it's a mind game, right? When you play rock paper scissors, it's all a mind game. I had him in the I had him in the first, in the second. He he had me nervous, a little nervous. Third, he came back. I don't know, but you're going down, man. You're going down. Tough words. Tough words here at the Battle of St. Andrews. How do you feel about you just lost it for your team? What What's going on in your head right now? I mean, it was a disappointing <laughs> loss. Uh, I mean, all I could do is learn from my mistakes. Was it expected? Uh, it actually was quite expected. Um, player, my uh, player before me made that really risky move, knocking it down to one block, everything teetering. Open your eyes. I had to, re- I had to, uh, had to reevaluate my strategy and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, that was that was the problem is that there wasn't there wasn't a viable option. Okay. Uh, you know, at that time, but we can learn from those mistakes. All right, that's enough. Team from Team Orange, what are your feelings? Uh, I Happy feel like about the, the win. Team is especially mad. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so. Going. Nervous but excited. I did just chug a beer in practice. Oh, I didn't know. Belly's a little full. Erica wanted to kind of out back, kind of out of breath over the beer I just drank to prepare me for this one. Was not a good strategy, but here we go. A triumphant victory for you today, sir. We've uh, dominated the flip. It was your flip cup. I mean, honestly, what do you have to say about your performance today? So the fucking election was stolen, first and foremost. All right, let's get that out the way. Second of all, three years flip cup champ. Stop playing with my name. Third of all, 
That's it. That's. Yeah, I'll send you the other video because it's not. It's not real. That's amazing. Doesn't work for audio. <laughs> it doesn't work for audio, but there's a video I, I wanted to. I wanted you to check out. Uh, we've already played it once, and it, again, it's not a video. So uh, I, I will say that I. We didn't get much of it here, but I love Ricky Rock Def as our comment as our as our person on the street. I do too. And she's and she come she's really good at this type of shit. Yes. I pretty much just asked the same question over and over again. Which is what was your strategy going in? Yeah. What were you thinking? I mean, it's good. I, I, I like that as a it's a good dead horse to beat. But but Ricky Rock Dev really comes through with it. She directs you while she's interviewing. Open your hey, hey, fucko, open your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. That that <laughs> so so yeah. and when you're playing, have you ever, ever played Jenga with a time limit, especially a seven second time limit? No, that's pretty rough. Well, I already the team already had two strikes, one more strike of not making the time limit, and we were going to be eliminated. I had the block halfway out, but it was catching friction on the last couple of sets, on the last couple of blocks. So I was trying to reevaluate, and my so I had the big board out, you know. So when it, we got hit with the third violation i just knocked the fucking tower down it's like blitz chess like it's a supposed to, three-year-old pretty much it's supposed to make you lose your shit yeah but and seven seconds dude i've i've seen jenga moves take hours and i think that was kind of the point though is to you know jenga moves can take a long time yeah mm-hmm. i mean seven seconds okay. moves it along it seven does seconds that in, it has a new element to the game no a lot, a lot of yeah. pressure Definitely. You know, was, so, I don't even think Pete went to go. Did you get to I go? I did. You did go? I did. I did. And I removed a piece. You went early then. Like like surgery. Surgery. Yeah. But you were still on the losing team. He was. He was. Of no, we, we won Jenga. You won Jenga, but you didn't win the event. You didn't hey, win the it was a, It was a tie but, up until dodgeball. It wasn't a tie. We were down by two points. It was no, six. No, it eight. was a tie at, at, at by the when we got the dodgeball. It was a tie. Jeopardy, mm-hmm. Jeopardy, and everything getting get brought it to a tie. Oh, the Jeopardy. sudden death dodgeball sounds like fun. It was sudden. It was death exactly dodgeball. so. It was it was freeze dodgeball. Yeah, which was really weird. And there was a there, there was way too many instructions for dodgeball. With a king or a queen. And then once the king or the queen got tagged, the game was over. Yeah. That's there were way too many directions. But it was so if you got tagged, you had to freeze until a teammate came up and tapped you on the shoulder. I've already been through this. But uh, I, I was an outside. Nobody, 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 wanted, nobody wanted to unfreeze me. Pete's team. Like frozen. <laughs> yeah, Pete was frozen most of the match in one <laughs> shot. Damn. When I say that, like, I mean like Pete Terrible. ran up, got froze. Cons- it was a conspiracy. Never moved, never moved again. Ridiculous. <laughs> that's how. That's how a lot of his team. His, that was his problem. Is I came out of my slot because I was playing defense because we had Ryan being the king, so we stuck him in the corner and we had two defenders that way. And I, my theory, because we weren't using real dodgeballs, we were using like those played supermarket balls. They don't fly so good, right? You can't really throw them that hard. So 
my theory was I was never letting go of the ball. I was just going to tag people with the ball as the freeze, right? But then I saw my opening. I went for it, and it was me. I won the whole fucking thing. Nice. <laughs> it was. That's right. Come a come from behind victory. If it's one thing we can count on, it's for you to come from behind. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Big Daddy. I was I was hoping you wouldn't be able to work a dirty joke in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Try again next week. What uh, what else we got? What's on? Uh, um, through everything. I did want to ask Big Daddy, as a medical profession, are you hearing any intelligence on COVID that anybody should be aware of? I've I've heard some things. I I am hearing rumor that there is a new variant going around, but what I have noticed is just that it's. I won't necessarily say it's a new variant. What I will say is that I have more patients with COVID that are getting it from the outside. Yeah. I've, I've... Uh, I kind of expected it with the flu season starting uh, up. Sure. So I, that, I don't know. That, and that there's an election coming up. Well, I I don't know. And, and I don't know I'm which... Sh- I don't know which one has more to do with it, but every flu season, there's the the possibility of COVID coming back around. So, you know, and now they're talking about uh, the possibility of making everyone get re, 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 re vaccinated. Right. Yeah. I've heard chatter on the internet that if you get the new shot, the new name. If you've had the old shot, you will definitely get COVID. That's what I've heard. Like not if you've been vaccinated before and you get but, this but I'm vaccine, not I'm not in any danger. You're going to well, you're going to definitely get sick, really sick. Well, here's the thing: is when they so the way that flu shots work. I don't know if, if any of you were aware of this, but so flu shots used to be there were seven main variations of a flu shot and each year they would essentially guess which ver- which flu was going to go around this year and they pick the flu shot that corresponds with the strain that they think is going to go around this year so basically it's hey we think uh flu number seven is going to make the rounds this year let's give them flu shot number seven and so now, each year i'm a novice why don't you just hand them all seven out? Well, because there are, there are multiple strains and you don't know which one is actually going to make the rounds. So right, sometimes you, they guess correctly and other times they do not. So why don't, my, they, just, why don't they just like, like give all seven shots every year? Because that, that, that's actually a lot on the body to develop seven, seven separate you. immunities in time right. for the season. It's, it's it's a lot of strain on the body to try to develop an immunity against seven different things at the same time. And some of those uh, are going to conflict with each other and some of them are live viruses. And if you then put too many immunities in at the same time, you could end up being immune to vaccines. And so that's how you end up becoming um, uh, vanco resistant. 
by having too much exposure to something that is made to be good can be bad. So I think there's a certain amount of guesswork going with COVID. I think that's bullshit. I think everybody knows that too much of a good thing is fucking awesome. Because you got so much of it. Like pussy. <laughs> Just got too much. Of it. If you got too much pussy, who complains about too much pussy? Jerk off. Uh, the guy that's getting his face sat on. If you've ever had a 450-pound woman sitting on your face, there's a such thing as too much pussy. You know all about it. <laughs> I, I can tell you all about it. There's a such thing as too much pussy. You I know. There, there's an upper limit. <laughs> got to breathe. <laughs> You gotta. Sometimes you gotta put a. <laughs> they, they make a snorkel for that. You gotta make a snorkel. For that. <laughs> we 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 just had to get used to. You put the finger in this. So you can breathe. Because <laughs> Big Dad ain't gonna tap out, but I, I'll I'll put a finger in there so I can take a breath in there. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> the cool rush of breathable air is very exciting to Big Daddy. <laughs> uh, that was Big Daddy's version of autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> it, it, it probably is. I, can, I got stories. You got stories. Just as, he, just as he thought he was going to lose consciousness, a cool rush of fresh air came along the end of, <laughs> running from the end of his index finger all the way back to his hand and into his mouth. He breathed deep. And color started to come back into his vision. He could see light again. <laughs> he had survived. You should do the narration for pornos. <laughs> <laughs> If you are visually impaired, there is a narrated version. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's why I said that he should. And now she's reaching into his pants. And now she's reaching into his pants and, and taking out his big dong. Same thing where the, there is an, uh, 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 um, a closed captioning. Yes. Which always makes me laugh because that always shows up across the stuff that you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> she showed him her titties. Well, I can't see them. <laughs> All right. What I just had an idea. Okay. We're going to do a podcast. All right. All right. We're all we're going to we're going to do color commentary for pornos. <laughs> but we're not going to record the video. It's just the audio. <laughs> Strictly the an audio man. podcast. Enters the room. That pizza he man's presents, got good form. He He's presents you know, a pizza, but he has cut a hole in the. It's just kind of like a Domino's pizza, man. Uh, this this doesn't look like a quality pizza to me, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie, I'm over here. Uh, I'm 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 on the I'm, I've got the couch view, and and I'm wondering why does this person with titties also have a dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the pizza man's got the old cock in the box trick going on. Uh, he's uh oh he he did a, he there he goes asking about pepperoni and no she goes right to town on him holy shit she didn't waste a minute sucking that sauce off his dick she is a trooper that must be rouse 
What do you think? Sounds like a fun idea. I like it. You guys want to get together and watch pornos on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear the explanation. It's a bit, sweetie. I it's, swear. A, it's, it's a bit. It's funny. Trust me. It's for the show. It's what okay. Guys, what do you guys do tonight? I don't shut around and watch porn. <laughs> I got together on the internet. Watch, yeah, watch pornos best. on Zoom. Together. <laughs> You know, we talk. It, it's okay. We just talked about them. We didn't jerk off in the same room. I swear it's a bit. So I know nobody saw me jerk it off. It's fine. <laughs> it's a screen share. That's funny. You can't even see my dick when they put my little picture up in the corner. I mean. <laughs> can't even tell. You I can't pants. see my dick when I'm full screen. <laughs> Can't even tell I have my It's all right, on. sweetie. We blurred out everyone's dicks. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it not only, gay it only... we, it's not gay because we blurred out everyone's dicks. It only took like two pixels. <laughs> you know who produces all the video for the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? It's you. <laughs> okay. It's not gay if you're if you're Pete or Mike or or Stanley. <laughs> I'm the one that has to go. I'm the one that has to go edit it together. Yeah, you. Um, you've got to digitize everybody's penis. <laughs> I figure if I could do that, I could probably just draw a banana on it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. And for but, me, I would just superimpose a much bigger dick. I mean, it, what's funny is, like, Erica would holler up the steps and say, Matt, what are you doing? Like, uh, drawing bananas on everybody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and All that right, would, sweetie, have a good time. And that wouldn't even be something strange for your house, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I would probably say it something like that. I gotta, I gotta fucking blur out everybody's dick. Like, <laughs> like, All right, hurry up. Just, just hurry up. Okay, dinner in 10. Pretty much. <laughs> there would be no follow-up questions, which I love. But also, she doesn't listen. But I don't care. But then, like, it's... over dinner, it's like, so whose penis are you working on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daddy's, he's taking up all the pixels. <laughs> I barely have any digitization left for, for Pete and Mike. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to pixelate their dicks at all. I just had to put black bars over them. <laughs> it just looks like a big black cock, though. <laughs> looks like Big Daddy stepped into the frame. <laughs> you know what I would thought I thought would be fun. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask at this point in the conversation, but sure, whatever. If if you got a uh, like those two green suits. You have the hood, yeah, like the whole suit, right? And like, I just you, took your dick out. <laughs> just you just cut like around the woman's mouth and vagina, <laughs> and, and the man's dick, right? right? So you just you could have this phantom cock going into a phantom <laughs> pussy, and you could put that anywhere you wanted to. <laughs> You could you could put it like you could oh you know if uh, 
Bill Clinton, you're a horse. You know what I mean? Whatever. Just you could put it, you could superimpose it into anything you wanted to. I just think that would be a lot of fun. No? Yeah, a lot like that. <laughs> it's just a dick going into lips, and that's it. Doesn't matter what kind of lips. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you're onto something. I'm just saying. You know. I'm not volunteering to try it out, though. <laughs> you don't want to be in a green screen porno? I, I, I got enough issues. That is not one that I need. We're going to cover your head, too. It's just going to be your dick. You know what this means. You, imagine, you, imagine getting called into HR for that one. <laughs> you we, know got word, we received word that a uh, phantom penis. <laughs> we received word that you are the Mr. phantom Mr. cock Mr. going Mr. around the hospital. Mr. McFadden, uh, could you take a look at something for us? Watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you care to comment on on this? Apparently, you were on a podcast which featured a phantom genitalia. We're pretty sure it's you. <laughs> I don't. Word has it. We strongly suspect. Based on the imprint in your scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> It would have to do like a penis lineup, though. <laughs> you know, they'd have to like oh. pull your dick out to go and compare it. Then they got to get it shiny. You might get, you know, who knows if the HR lady's hot. I, I think by shiny he means hard. <laughs> no, I meant hard and wet. You know, shiny. Uh, All right. <laughs> so Matt's been lobbying to to do a show from live from from his studio mm -hmm. i think you know that we all have to have a green gimp suit to take out of our bag when we get there right <laughs> <laughs> all right matt you ready why <laughs> <sighs> oh, do i tell you people things <laughs> all right well i'm uh I'm I'm out of gas. Yeah, so am I. Four o'clock's coming let's, early. Let's close it down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Big Daddy, Grease Monkey Pete, and our fearless leader, Matty Rocktop, I am Professor Mike Latouris coming from to you live high atop Uncle Butch Studios. This has been episode 148 of the Media Virus Podcast. We're always glad that you join us. You can reach us at 1646-VIRUS01. That's 1646-VIRUS01. Get you on the show, whether you leave us a message or you catch us live, we'll get you on our air. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us again next week, Wednesday, for the live stream on YouTube. And uh, as usual, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday drops for the audio versions over on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We'll be back again next week. Peace. I'm not saying that I... Two serial killer documentaries. Just that it was on.